Well, hello, and welcome to another CMYK Church podcast. My name is Matt, and we are doing something unique this summer. If you've been following along the last couple of weeks or months with us, whether it's on the podcast or at our Sunday gatherings, you know that we're doing something called a Sabbath summer. And we're not gathering every Sunday like we typically do throughout the year, but this summer we're only going to gather once every month. So we're going to gather once in June, once in July, once in August before we kick off in the fall and come back to our weekly gathering schedule. And so we're doing this for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, it's our hope that as summer is upon us, that you are finding a different rhythm and pace for your life, that you're finding more rest, more adventure potentially than maybe you do throughout the rest of the year. Those kinds of rhythm changes are important and significant for our humanity and I think important and significant for our spirituality as well. So we're doing that to hopefully invite you to find that rest. But also, we thought it would be good as everybody is out and about doing so many different things throughout the summer that we would strategically say, but we are going to gather once a month and that those gatherings would be significant enough for us to work hard to all get there, to see one another, to connect, to you know ask the question, how you doing? How's the summer going? Because those are important things for us to do, to look eyeball to eyeball and ask those questions. So it's my hope and our hope as a community and a church that you would do everything you could uh, to, to be there in June. And maybe it'd be your first time coming and checking out the CMYK church and community. Man, do everything you can to get there. So June 16th is the first date that we're going to be gathering. It's in a couple weeks. And so get there. And then July 21st is our other date. And last but not least, August 25th will be the last summer date before we kick off in the fall in September with some things. So make sure to get there. If you're looking for updates on not only these gatherings, but some other auxiliary things we're doing, like going to a movie in the park that we did a couple days ago, uh, and you want to be in the know on just staying connected in the community that way, the best way to do that is to head to uh, cmykchurch.com. And that's our website. And you can sign up for email updates there. That's really the best way. Yes, there's social media and we post things there, but as you probably know, either A, not everybody's on social media, or B, uh, social media can be bombarded with a lot of information and stuff that we can easily miss what's happening. So again, cmykchurch.com, sign up for the email there. If you haven't done so already, we'd love to keep you in the loop with what's happening. And while you're there, I would I would love it and encourage you to potentially, if you want to, be a part of this community and be a part of this church on a financial level. There are so many people that are helping this thing, CMYK, this unique thing that we're doing here in Billings, Montana, continue to be a thing. And whether that's helping pay the rent for us uh, at Art House when we rent out the space on Sundays, helping us pay some staff to keep things moving, paying for resources, those kinds of things, and helping us give away what we can give away to those in need around us. People are giving regularly to this thing. And if you have yet to be on board with that, we would love it. You can go to cmykchurch.com for you to jump in on a financial level with this community as well. Our hope, our dream, our desire is not that this church is is funded or made possible by, you know, two or three key people that are giving, but that we all are coming to this thing together to give what we can. And so when you can give a dollar, you can give $10, you can choose to give a monthly gift of, you know, $10, $15, whatever it is. And that is something that not only helps us financially, but is a testament to this belief and this idea that we are here to collectively bring what we have to the table and see us move forward in a more beautiful way together. So 
Today, what I want to do as we're not gathering on Sundays is something unique. And we're going to spend these off weeks, most of the off weeks, having not a talk or a sermon, but some candid conversations about what is this thing called CMYK. And we're titling it CMYK DNA, that there are some unique things that make this thing CMYK. And where you potentially have some ideas or thoughts or baggage about what church is, what church should be, what church shouldn't be, those kinds of things, we just want to be really clear about, well, this is what CMYK is. This is our DNA and what makes us unique and different and you know, significantly why we're doing the things that we're doing the way that we are doing them. And so, uh, we're going to be doing that on these off weeks, and, and this week I'm so excited that you're listening in because where you probably read the title and maybe think, that doesn't seem like a very fascinating conversation. I love the conversation that I got to have with my wife, Kate. If you don't know Kate, first and foremost, you are missing out. But secondly, she obviously is someone that has been around from the very beginning of this thing and inception and idea of CMYK and is instrumental in actually helping develop and understand what this thing is. And so... Uh, My wife and I just sat down and had a conversation about why did we name this thing CMYK? Because it's a weird name. It's different. There's there's not very many things named CMYK. And rightly so, if if you're going to be honest about naming things, CMYK isn't necessarily the best name. But we had a reason. We had an intention for why we named it CMYK. And then to hear Kate talk about a little bit of the journey of where we've been and where we are today. And I just love this conversation. So I hope you can get into it. I hope you can enjoy kind of her heart and thoughts and ideas and maybe understand a little bit more about who we are and what we're trying to do. Other than that, hope to see you on June 16th. Hope you head to the website and are able to sign up for the newsletter if you haven't done so already and that you would potentially join us on a financial level as well. It would mean the world to us and it just shows that we're all in this together. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here is my wife, Kate. All right, so we're sitting here with Kate, and I want to start off the conversation today with just kind of this bigger question, but I think it's uh, potentially an important question. Why would we, and mainly looking at you, Kate, because everybody hears from me on a regular basis, why would you be a part of starting this thing five and a half years ago that we did? What was the motivator or drive for you behind that? Uh, Marriage. (laughs) You wanted to stay married. Yeah. (laughs) To love you, whether you were crazy or not. Oh, thanks. No. To know and love Matt is to know and love his sheer optimism. And when he says, hey, guys, I've got an idea. Um, if you're close to him or love him at all, you know that it's probably going to be kind of crazy, but also fun and new and inspiring, whether it's like you know, a weird pickup soccer game we would play in high school or something as significant as I'm going to leave my job and do something totally different. Um, so I am not an optimist. So Matt is the extreme opposite of that, of what I am. And subsequently it's like, hold on tight sometimes. But we were just feeling like where we were wasn't where we knew we could be or what we wanted to be and subsequently we lost sleep and had a lot of conversations about what that meant and for us it was um, 
a new or different church community, leaving the old one that we had been a part of for, well, Matt's whole life and me for probably about 10 years at the mm-hmm. time. And and the pure, dumb hope that we could make something that felt more authentic to us or more fit us better. And the funny part about that is that we didn't really even know what that meant or what we were, what we needed to fit at the time. And it's been a flushing out of who we are and what we believe and what we believe to be true and offering that to a community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, um, the, the question for me then is when you think about, okay, so I was saying I, I have this idea, was there a vision or an idea in your heart or mind at all? Or do you feel like you were just along for the ride? Um, no, I had clear hopes or, you know, ideas, vision too. If you know me, you know that I don't just go along for the ride with very many things. Yeah. Um, but the hard part about that and the, the, um, starting of CMYK was that we had one frame of reference. We had one perspective, um, that we had lived in one narrative for a long time. And so the idea of starting something new is hard to imagine something much different than that. And so when we thought about doing something new or different, it was maybe like 10 degrees to the left or right of where we had already been driving. So yeah, it looked different. (coughs) The trajectory was maybe slightly unique, but overall it was super similar. And Mm -hmm. so I'm sure I can not only speak for myself, but you and the rest of the people that were around us, you know, in the midst of this season, like, we're like, yeah, let's do something different, but it looks a lot like what we have already been doing and been comfortable doing. Yeah. Partly because to completely reimagine something brand new is a skill not a lot of people have, myself included. Um, to completely reimagine totally different is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we live in America, so even like very different is still really similar. <laughs> it's not like. Yeah. We weren't talking about moving across the world and living in a totally different culture. Like that would be maybe 180 degrees different. Yeah. But even where CMYK is today as compared to six years ago where we were, you know, it's still it's similar. It's still Sundays. It's yeah. still an hour. It's still a guy talking. It's still yeah. music. Yeah. So we talk about it being different, but it looks pretty similar. It might be 15 degrees now instead yeah. of 10. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. So when um, we talk about this idea of the name of CMYK, I think one of the things that um, I remember was when, like, so so many of our friends that have planted church or are part of church, like, it, it feels like they have the name for the church before they ever have anything else for the church. Mm-hmm. And, and I find it really interesting that it was like we were completely backwards because it felt like we had a a thing, an idea for the church, but we didn't have a name for the church. And so we were, 
I think it was May and we were having our first like prayer thing in June, I think is what it was. Probably. And we were like, maybe we should call it something other than a new church that Matt wants to start. Yeah. I mean, I liked that name, but nobody (laughs) else really liked that name, I guess. But I remember like, so there was this weird phase that we went through. We had this plant team. I think there was like 10 people that were a part of this team. And we were having meetings and we're talking about the name and we had all these names up on the board and we're, we're trying to do something different. Uh, like we had, I don't even remember the options. I'm well, sure. we we were dealing with a lot of ecclesia kind of mm-hmm. language. Ecclesia is a Greek word that is used for church, which you know. So we're we're trying to lean into something, but there was something about it that this just didn't resonate with us. Partly because not anybody really knows how to spell it. Yeah, or so, say it, or say it. Yeah. So we had all these different names, and not that. Anyone knows how to say CMYK. Yeah, well, but that's what's funny, and that's why I say all that, because at the end of the day, we landed on CMYK, which was an idea that I had because of my graphic design stuff of, like, these are the four colors that are used to make everything that we see printed. If you have a home color inkjet printer, you open it up and see four different cartridges of C, cyan, M, magenta, Y for yellow, and K for black or key. And so those four colors combine to create everything you see printed. And we like that idea that what if this, what if this church name actually, um, well, it was, it was really two things. One, it didn't feel like a church name at all. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to do something different and it didn't feel like a church name, which was kind of, we felt pretty badass about, I, or I did. I don't know if you ever felt badass about it. I never felt like I was really cutting edge in that. No, yeah. but yeah. I've lived a different life than you. Eh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, there was this part of me that was like, oh, this is really cool because there's there's no baggage. Because with a lot of the names that we had talked about, people had had right. interactions with. Anything like faith or church oriented. Like yeah. Redeemer, hope, grace. Or, or even culturally oriented as far as like, um, you know, I, I, I remember talking about what if we were to just call it Honest Church because that was going to be a big part of who we were and is a big part of who we are. And there was mm-hmm. this like, I, I remember you and people in the room like, that's like you're trying to, you're trying too hard if you're going to name yourself Honest. And like, so even that, whatever word we put on it, the name has a tendency to... right. Bring along whatever whatever baggage they have with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, CMYK. Nobody really knows what that is. So I was like, "This is going to be awesome." And then simultaneously, it's this thing that does have meaning behind it of these four colors combining to create beauty, and that's what we're trying to do with this church: individuals combining to create beauty. Right. But then, to your point, the problem is nobody knows what it is, so nobody knows how to spell it. Nobody Mm -hmm. knows can remember. It's a word instead of four letters. So they say, "How's CMYK going?" CMYK. Or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and I it, think part it, of the inspiration for that too was that when we first started CMYK, you know, we were leaving a church and um, nothing was wrong with that church, which was a constant part of, the, part of the conversation with our leaders was like, we want to do something different. No, what you're doing isn't wrong or bad. We just want to do something different. So then they be, they started asking the question of like, okay, then what's your audience? If oh, what yeah. we have isn't wrong, then you obviously want to have a different audience. What is that? And I think the only thing that we knew how to make fit where we were and describe who we were as humans also was that we were going to be a church for artists, like whatever vague or big right field idea that was and probably ostracize some people in the meantime because of it. But 
obviously the idea of CMYK that like graphic designers know what that is. So yep. then we're really cool in church for artists. Yep. Um, we're, but we're a church for the 10 people in Billings. Montana that know that what knows that means. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I and so. that was a, that was a big deal. And, and I think, I know we've talked about it, but I think it's one of the the more detrimental things that we did in starting CMYK is when we started to label it as this is a church for, we used two monikers, young people and artists. Mm-hmm. And therefore ostracized people who were neither. Yeah. And the reason we were doing that was to try and protect the church that we were coming from because mm-hmm. they had just gone through a church split essentially. And there was this fear that we were going to, we were trying to do the same thing. We were just trying to take everybody from that church. And that wasn't our heartbeat at all. Right. And we really were bad church planters because we weren't trying. <laughs> like church planners are supposed to grow teams and like get people onto their side and like this is going to be awesome. You, yeah, you need to not come here. You need to come over here. That's what good church planters do. And I'm not being mean to anybody that's done that, but that's just what you're supposed to do. We didn't do that. We didn't know how to do that because we didn't want to do it. And we were like the opposite. I remember having so many meetings and we would have meetings with couples and we were like, yeah, if you want to come be a part of it, great. If not, no big deal. Like you're you're at this other place and that's great. And we really want to celebrate that. And you're so. It it we did not start things right, but that was the idea behind CMYK as well. You're right that uh, young people and artists, and and we were trying to say we're not trying to get everybody, but at the we we did create a problem because yeah. we know of know, people that's that a weird that, component of evangelicalism. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Of like, like you need to define the target of what your ministry is. Yeah. Well, like humans hanging yeah. out together with other humans and yeah trying to explore more truth and make your life and the life around you of other people more yeah. beautiful. Like yeah. that's the target. But you know, we were young and didn't know that we're still young. I'm sure we still don't know anything, but yeah. we were trying to, um, I don't know, like f- obviously follow the recommendations of our leaders, but also like make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, don't worry, guys. We're not trying to do what you're doing. We're making a church for artists. Don't yep. worry. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people at CMYK are artists, mm-hmm. but that's not what yep. our primary banner is. But and it was, but it was really hard too for people, particularly in the early days, and even still to this day. Like, there's people that are a part of CMYK that feel like I'm not an artist. I don't, I don't belong here as much as that per- that other sure. person that is an artist or my voice doesn't matter as much. Sure. We did kind and, of... And I hate that. ...adopt some language um, when we talked about, this is a church for artists. Well, and someone would say, well, I'm not an artist. Then we adopted this language of like, art is whatever you have in front of you and making beauty out of that. And yep. like, maybe that was our own rationalization of how to like make everyone fit or not. But, but frankly, it's true and beautiful. Like if you're a parent... You're trying to make the lives of your kids yep. more beautiful. It's the best work of art you could ever create. Right. If you're a accountant, if you're a construction worker, like you're creating things. It may not look like Tyler Murphy's art gallery yep. or Parker Brown's band, but like it's still art in its own way. And you might not use that language to call it that, but that was kind of some of the language we adopted to convince people that it's okay, you fit here, even if you don't practice a fine art. Yeah. So when you think about, so we're we're five and a half years into this thing. When you think about where we are today versus where we were when we started, 
what for you rings out as this feels really great? And then I would also ask you, is there anything for you that rings out as far as like this is this is not going like I'd hoped it is going? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what feels great about it is that it's like as we have grown up, so has the hope of or the agenda, whatever word. I don't know. That's a bad word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> agenda. But the goal and direction has also grown up that like we're more comfortable with what we're practicing on Sunday. We're more comfortable with who we are as a community. We're more comfortable and mature if you want to use that. Um, just of like, yeah, this is what we are. This is what we aren't. And it's okay. If you don't like it, that's also fine. You know, I think we're just more mature in that way in the same way that we are as humans too. And, um, that means that people have come and gone and gone and come and whatever, but that's the great thing about it five years from now. And I hope, or five years from then, and I hope five years from now that we like continue to be mature in the same way that we're all growing up, that maybe we know more and we look back to today and we think, oh, they, we were still dumb and probably will, but yeah. um, that's the great thing about it. We're not trying to, you know, fit any narratives or make anyone comfortable or stay within the contracts constructs of a boundary that we were given. We're just able to be yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I don't mean us as you and me. I mean us as like our community. Yeah, but I think I, I completely agree with you. But I also think that the us, to talk to speak to your comfort piece, the us is us in some ways, um, which is why I wanted to have this conversation with you because I, I'm not saying that CMYK revolves around Matt and Kate and without Matt and Kate, this thing would be dumb and gone and wouldn't be a thing. No, I think that there's something really beautiful that, that we don't have to be there. And there are weekends when we are gone and it's still beautiful. But there is, we stepped away from where we were because we felt like there was a core of who we were that we wanted to discover and mm-hmm. figure out what church looked like for us mm-hmm. on that level. Mm-hmm. And as much as we talked about young people and artists or as much as we thought about who we were trying to plant a church for, at the end of the day, I've had to be honest about the fact, like, I planted a church for me, uh, and 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 it's been a really beautiful thing, and the process that I've gone through in the last couple of years with this community and, and church has been life-saving for me, and I think now, what just to echo what you said, there is a comfort. Like, we've, we've tried on a lot of different pairs of pants, and we found our pants, and these feel like, yep, these are, these are the ones. And hopefully we don't air, wear the ass right out of them. Yeah, we, I hope not either because we might need a new pair eventually, which yeah. is fine. It isn't losing for us to, to <laughs> continue to tweak and change and try new things. But at the end of the day, there is a part of me that feels like really for the first time that this is us and mm-hmm. this feels right and this feels good. Sure. Is that bad to like plant something, a church or business or whatever for yourself? Like, I don't know. I guess I'm asking that rhetorically, but like. If you were going to start a smoothie shop and you were like, this is disgusting, I'm never going to eat this. Yeah. Like, should you open that business? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I totally agree with you. throwing that out, the, out there. So Yeah, it, it is a little, I mean, most, I would say evangelical church plants are driven by the idea of you're planting a church to reach 
a specific subset of people, which is why people are asking, who is this church for? Right. But that's because you're you're just kind of copy-pasting what other churches are doing, maybe little tweaks and changes here or there. You use different fonts or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But for us, this really has been a discovery, like turning it upside down, pulling it inside out, like trying to explore all different facets of this thing called church and mm-hmm. trying to figure out for us what it looks like. And now, and for me, what I love is now now that it is something that I truly resonate with. We're not just doing what we've been taught or told. Uh, there is a part of me that wants to see everybody come and be a part of this thing. Sure. And that's unique, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kate Blakesy. Can I say what's bad? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Cut me off? Yeah. I, there's nothing bad, so we'll just wrap this thing up. Thank you very much. All right, we're gonna <laughs> right, Matt. Never anything bad. Yeah. No, I think what's bad, and I think anybody who leads anything organizationally will understand what I'm saying. But like the fatigue of it is the the bad or hard part right now. Just that we have been doing it for going on six years. This summer will be. This fall will be six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. A lot of our life has also changed in the midst of that, starting a business, having two kids, et cetera, et cetera. Like, so there's fatigue from all angles, but like never having a Sunday off. And I say that lightly because like, I think our community practices Sabbath wisely and we're experimenting with not gathering this summer. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I realize it sounds kind of dumb to say. We, we're we tired. We never have a Sunday off when we do. I get it. We have a Sunday off. Right now. <laughs> yeah. It is Sunday. It's literally Sunday and we took and a day off. off. Yeah. So I get it. It sounds a little bit dumb, but, but you know, just the long haul that leading people and wanting, not just leading them. I'm not implying that like we're anybody's boss or leader, but like wanting to be in proximity with people, in community with people is weary some, wearying yeah burdensome whatever the word is Mm -hmm. that because you have intimacy with people you share their burdens that makes you tired because you you know want to be in relationship with people and some people are a-holes like that makes you tired and yeah subsequently there's some fatigue there i think but (laughs) i'm sure that is truth with all leader of leaders of any organization Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm I'm especially one that focuses on relationships and Yeah, I I remember we were just talking about it this week um when we first started and we started doing this thing called a Sabbath gathering approximately every 7 weeks for us schedule wise. There was a for me a real theological motivation behind it and and health, spiritual health motivation behind it. But the numbers of people that especially my pastor friends that would, you know. Yeah, it wasn't like, normal people. It yeah. was pastors. Yeah, they were like, oh, you're just so lazy or you just don't want to show up to work today. Or you're just yeah, tired. Yeah, but like, you know what? They you were know, just so. jealous. And, and <laughs> probably, but there is a, so I don't know that Sabbath gatherings, because many, honestly, there's many times where Sabbath gatherings, I, I, I want to be there if I'm honest. I really enjoy Sundays, but there is something about this summer idea that I'm like, all right. Um, I can I could go for a nap, you know, <laughs> yeah. go for a rest. So no, I agree with you. you. The fatigue it 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 wears on you, but I'm also you know you you rest so that you can get back at it, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to get back at it, mm-hmm. and I know you are as well. Yeah. 
and making yeah. space by not being, you know, going and doing every Sunday allows you to make space, whether it's emotionally or time-wise, to be with people in other ways. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, Kate Blakesley. Anytime. Yeah. Well, not anytime. I don't. When we started CMYK and then started Art House, and <clears throat> my wife told me that I can't have any more ideas for five years. So I have another six months to go on that, and then I get to have some more ideas. So get ready. That's Kate not Blakesley. true. I think you reset it with the Babcock and yeah, Phase yeah. Two. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>